Hi, this is Millie, and this is the Escaping Narcissistic Parents podcast, where you'll find the validation and love you've been looking for. Welcome to my new listeners, and thanks to my loyal friends. Please follow me on Instagram at Escaping Narcissistic Mothers, all one word. Consider donating to my podcast at www.patreon.com slash narcissistic parents. I will put all of this in the show notes. Please give the podcast a five-star rating so it reaches the people that need to hear it the most. Hi guys. I hope you're doing well today as always. And... Um, I'm not going to get into anything besides actually just going into the podcast today. So, <laughs> um, this has been coming up over and over again, just on my Instagram page. Um, the people, the, the, the pages I follow as well as on, on my own group, in my own group, um, the reactive abuse, Okay. That's the bottom line. And a lot of people don't even know the term, but they know what it is. Um, Does it matter if you know it's called reactive abuse? Absolutely not. As long as you're aware of what's happening. Um, I already picked out a title for this podcast is to fight or not to fight, right? Um, Because that's what reactive abuse is. The basis is the narcissist, the toxic person is going to provoke you by saying things they know how to provoke you i mean whether it's a relationship a a romantic situation or whether it's a parent the parent put in the buttons to push the romantic relationship knows you very well and has installed some buttons of their own so they know exactly what to say and what to do to upset you, and then when you fight back, they step back and and say, they're the victim, right? They victimize themselves, and then go, you see, you see, look at look at her, look at him, look at they're they're violent. I can't talk to them. Look at how awful they are to me. That is the most messed up thing that a narcissist does in my opinion in my experience this is what caused me to go to the edge of my sanity okay this is what caused me to leave work one day 15 minutes early for no i mean i couldn't wait 15 minutes and go to my car and call somebody because i thought i was just gonna lose my mind Okay, and I didn't know it was happening. And that's the worst part. If you don't know it's happening to you, you don't know why you're upset, angry, frustrated all the time. Right. In my case, every time I saw my mother, my mother would bring something up. And and look, she was so good at it. I can't tell you what she said exactly. I can't give you details All I know is that I fought with her every time I saw her. Because she would, um, I know something she did a lot was bring up the past. And that is one way to definitely get you to react. 
Because we should all live a life that is not based on what we did 10 years ago, right? In the case of when this was happening to me, this this happened a long time ago now. You know, it was probably 2005, so 16 years ago. Um, My mother would just... That was the year I got separated from my husband. So my mom would bring that up constantly, constantly, constantly. That I was separated, that I was divorced. Um, Whatever it is that she thought in her mind that I had done wrong. Many things that she brought up were in fact things I didn't do that weren't wrong they were wrong in her mind but they weren't really wrong but she had convinced me that they were you know so in a romantic relationship how does that look i know that too and no i don't have a romantic relationship with my ex but recently i've just had to face the fact that I was married to a guy with high narcissistic traits for eight years. And I don't know why I had such a hard time just accepting that fact recently because I divorced him. I wanted the divorce. I couldn't I knew I couldn't stay with him when I when I when I filed for divorce, I was at that brink. His abuse was more of the neglect, right? He was very neglectful. And I knew that I couldn't do it anymore, right? Um, I had the same feelings of frustration that I did with my mom and the constant fighting with him and the lack of attention and love, right? That's it. But I also married someone I did not love, And I didn't realize it 100% at the time. I had doubts. I told my mom. My mom said I had to marry him regardless of how I felt because the invitations had already been sent out. Okay, that's called, that is freaking BS. Okay, it doesn't matter if it's five minutes before the wedding. If you do not want to get married to someone, you don't get married, period. Don't do it. Don't marry someone unless you're sure. And I know a lot of people say that you can't be 100% sure. Um, Yes, you can. Okay? And I don't know, maybe some of you don't agree with me. But I got married the second time. My mother was involved 0%. In that wedding, which was really small, there wasn't, it wasn't a lot of planning, but she wasn't involved. She didn't want to be involved. She did not want me to marry this man. She knew he was good for me. We're still married. We've been married for almost 14 years. And I love him more than I can explain. Right? Okay, so back to reactive abuse in a relationship. What does it look like? It can look like many different things. It's it's also going to be pro- provoking you, right? It doesn't have to be verbal provocation because I don't speak. 
speak to my ex anymore. I've put boundaries up and I don't speak to him. I do not speak to him. But what he does is he does things that he knows I'm going to not be happy with with my daughter. Because aside from her, I don't give a crap what he does, you know. Whatever he does with his life and his wife and, and, and all of that, I don't want to know and I don't care and none of my business, you know. But with our daughter. So what happened recently, um, he was driving her back to school, um, to college. And on the way there, they were stopping at a... How do I put this? It's like Comic-Con. I just don't want to be specific. It's just like, it's like Comic-Con. And it was indoors. And yes, they required masks. And we're all vaccinated. But I, I wasn't happy with the fact that I live in Florida. And guys, this is not a political statement. Please, no argument here. If you don't agree, fine. Don't agree with me. It's fine. I, I It's fine. Um, I, This is... This is not about that. It's it's about how I felt about it, right? I didn't feel like that was the safest choice for him to be making with my daughter. Taking her for three days to be in an enclosed area with lots of people, even with masks, I didn't feel safe. And I told him, and he has become very passive-aggressive with me. He always has been, but it's ramped up. Recently, he's angry because I put up boundaries. And I know that, right? Um, And I love my therapist. I do. I love her. And she's been unbelievable. But in this situation, she didn't, she's not right. And I know she's not right. And I'm going to stick to my guns on it. When I had, I had a therapy session a few days later. After all that happened, um... Because, you know what he did? He did something really ridiculous to get even with me, to get to get me angry. I post about this all the time, how a narcissist doesn't want you to sleep. I have Graves' disease, and I have trouble falling asleep. So sometimes when I do, you know, that means I'm going to wake up really late. And he had my daughter text me at 9 o'clock in the morning which is very early for me. I know that sounds to you like it's late, but for me it's early because sometimes I go to bed at 3. You know, I go to sleep at 3, fall asleep at 3. Um, to text me because I had a Tupperware, one of their Tupperwares that she brought with her with a piece of pizza in it or something. And they didn't come till 11 to pick it up. Needless to say, I did not wash it. I just rinsed it out, left it wet, and put it in a plastic bag. And I didn't tell him anything. Now, uh, where my therapist comes in is that my therapist um, says that I believe that everything he does is to upset me. And maybe I'm thinking that incorrectly, but I'm not. I I know him. I've known him for a very long time. He is doing those things to upset me. Okay, but he had no idea. I still haven't even told my daughter that that upset me. No idea. 
So I, the more that I tell him that I show him, keep going because I'm not, you're not going to get a rise out of me, not over ridiculous things that you're doing. They, they eventually have no choice but to stop. Right? So I'm, I have a break now for about three months when Emily, my daughter, is in school. Um, I really won't have anything to talk to him about unless something happens. Okay, so that's all about me. <laughs> and maybe you can relate to that. Maybe you have an ex as well who is who is a narcissist. Hopefully, if you ha- were married to one, they are your ex. But what is this reactive abuse, right? A narcissist does not want to resolve an issue with you. That's not their game. They don't want to resolve things. If there is a problem, what they want is to create more conflict, not less. They want to do whatever it is that makes you feel bad, that makes you react emotionally towards them. That is narcissistic supply. Plus, added bonus, they get to point at you and say, look, look, she's crazy. He's crazy. Look at how they're acting. Oh, poor me. I have had to put up with this all my life with them. You know, I don't understand. I've been such a great parent. Okay. So how do we react to reactive abuse? And the answer is we don't react. That's the hard part. Because reacting is what they want. What you want to do is what they don't want. And that is no emotion. And that is very hard to do. So there's two ways to handle it, right? You can either stay in the presence of the person, the narcissist, and try the gray rock method, right? Show no emotion on your face. Show no emotion in how you speak to them. Very monotone, very boring, just like I'm trying to do now. Kind of like a robot. Do not, do not argue back. You can say something like, you know, I'm sorry that's your opinion, but it is not mine, and move on with the conversation, right? Now, that could provoke them more right? That will make them angry because they're not getting what they want. So they're going to, they might throw a tantrum. They might ramp up the reactive abuse. The other thing you can do is literally get out of the situation. If it's over the phone, it's very easy. Use any excuse. And I've said this before many times, any excuse. You're in your house or wherever you are, tell them whatever you want. It doesn't matter what it is, you know. Oh, I have to go. There's a bee in the car. Anything you want to say to get off the phone. And the other thing is if you're in person, again, I have to go. I have an appointment. I have to go. I have to pick up my kid. I have to go whatever. Make something up. Have Maybe a plan in place for this. Have a friend that you can text. You know like girls do when they go on dates. And in case they don't like the guy they have that, you know, the out with their friends that their friend calls them in the middle of the date. And and they can 
then make an excuse to leave. Well, you can do that with this. Right? But you do not want to react. You do not want to argue back. You do not want to show emotion. If you need to show emotion, show it when you're out of their sight. (laughs) Scream, cry, do whatever you need to do. I'm not saying not to have emotion. I'm saying not to show them the emotion. Right? It's actually important to show your emotion. To feel the emotion. It's important. That's the only way through it. Is the only is is through it is the only way through it. Um, the only way to get over any type of pain or grief is to feel the pain or grief. There is no way around it. I don't know if you guys are watching the new Fantasy Island. Um, I actually didn't watch the original. It, I just didn't. I was young and I just didn't. But I do like the new one a lot. Um, I discovered it and I was like, wow, I really love this concept that you go there for a fantasy and you end up learning a lesson, right? Because the idea is we don't know what we really want or what we really need. That's, that's a given a lot of times that we think we want something and in the end, that's not what we really wanted, right? Well, there was a situation where a man went there because his fiance had died, right, in a car accident, and he was driving, one of those situations. And he went there because he wanted to sleep through the grief. So he sleeps for five years, and he has to be up for 48 hours, and then he can go back to sleep for another five years. The thing is, he's been sleeping for 35 years, you know, every five years. So it's seven times he's chosen to go back to sleep because the grief is too much. Guys, you can't sleep the grief away. There is no way. We have to feel our pain. We have to, especially since we were taught not to. We have to feel it. So when you're angry, oh, just to give you the ending of of that, he decided to stay awake after 35 years. And he laid down on the bed not to sleep but to cry. That's such an important lesson. Such an important, I love that lesson so much because it is the truth. You have to deal with your pain. You have to deal with, you know, the fact that if it's the narcissist was your mother, she's supposed to be the person who loved you the most. And what has she done? She's purposely hurt you. She does things to upset you so that she looks like a saint and you look like the devil. That's painful. If it's a romantic relationship, well, you're, they're supposed to love you too. And they don't. They hurt you. They provoke you. That's not right. That's not someone who loves you. So you have to cry. You have to grieve. You have to feel your feelings. Even if you're a man, 
If you are a man listening to this, I'm giving you the right and permission to cry. Okay? I know that it's not manly, right? But I want you to cry if you feel like crying. I want you to throw things that are not hard and can't hurt anybody if you need to. That's what you feel like doing. Go to the garage or go outside and do what you need to do because we need to feel the pain to feel better. We do. So, reactive abuse. Let's not react so that the abuse doesn't happen, at least in in. In real time. I mean, it, it, it does in a way because if, if they are upsetting us, we are being abused. But we're not giving them what they want. And that's, that's the big thing, especially if you're in contact. If you're no contact, that's easy, right? I'm no contact. It'll be four years in a couple of weeks. I can't wait. It's almost like it's this date that's on the calendar that each year I wait for it to come around so I can add a year to the time that I've been away from her, away from them, from both my parents. You know, it's not a sad day for me. For me, it's, it's, it's a celebration. It's an important day for me. September 14th. It's an important day. It's the day that I started to heal. And I'm still healing. But boy, am I in a different place than I was four years ago. So, anyway, I'm going to end there. I hope this was helpful to you guys. Especially since, like I said, it seems to be the theme for today. Um, about reactive abuse. About the fact that they like to provoke you and then play the victim when you react. So don't react. And I know I'm saying it and it sounds easy. It's not easy. It's hard. It's very hard. But you have to do it because you have to protect your own sanity. Okay, guys? All right. I'm going to leave it there. I love you very much. I hope that you feel that with these podcasts. Because I do them. I make them to help you. And I hope that I'm able to. And I hope that my stories help you too because I am a person who understands what you're going through. And I want to help you. No one told me about reactive abuse. I, I realized it 15 years later, 14, 13 years later, what was happening. I wish I had known it at the time so I could have been like, look, just stared at her as, as she tried to provoke me and said nothing. But I didn't get a chance to do that because I had a trauma happen that, that forced me into ac- accepting the fact that my mother and my father were toxic, something was not right. All right, guys. I mean, I really am going to end here. <laughs> I love you all. And until next time.